Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, The Power of Humility and Curiosity. And as always, I will share my stories and examples of how humility and curiosity has amplified and benefited my life, as well as how to improve our levels of humility and curiosity. This episode is filled with passion and if you are able to practice humility and take and listen to the lessons that might benefit your life, this will be an episode that brings massive transformation into your life. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having a great day today. And again, I thank you for being here. I thank you for taking time to listen to this and also acknowledge yourself again for taking the time out of your day to potentially learn something that's going to better your life. And if you've been enjoying this podcast or listen to it frequently, I would really, really, really appreciate if you could give the show a review or just simply give it five stars if you've enjoyed it, if you enjoy it. And that would help me out immensely. And I would really appreciate that. So getting into today's topic, uh, it's something that I've really had to work on. And also once I unlocked this, it has made drastic, drastic changes in my life that have really excelled me. And I felt like I've really entered a new tier of my life once I've been able to implement the power of humility and curiosity. And that's what the show is about today is humility and curiosity. And I believe they kind of go hand in hand and we need to have humility in order to be curious and being curious will, that's what enables us to learn, to be curious about what our true potential is. Because without that curiosity, we tend to stay in stagnation. So I'll, I'll dive in and I'll develop this topic throughout the episode, but I just want to start on some key points about humility. And there was a Greek philosopher named Socrates who claimed that wisdom is, above all, knowing what we don't know. And he taught a form of humility that freely acknowledges the gaps in our knowledge and that we should seek to address our blind spots. Um, humility in psychology states that, accurate, that it's an accurate self-perception that we don't think too highly or less of ourselves. So we have an accurate self-perception of our abilities, our skills, who we are in the world. We have a modest self-portrayal. And then there's introspectively or introspective aspects of humility. So an ability to acknowledge our mistakes and limitations, um, to be open, a willingness to see ourselves truthfully, low self-focus, in appreciation for the value of all things, not just what you usually appreciate, but an appreciation for everything, fundamentally caring and compassionate attitude towards others, even to people who don't share our beliefs. And humility is a crucial aspect in developing a growth mindset. So these are all key points and 
um, things to keep in mind throughout this episode and just gives us a good baseline. Uh, It's a good reminder of what humility is. And I want to lead and jump right in by explaining examples of how I didn't practice humility throughout my life and the side effects that came along with that. So growing up as a kid throughout school, I was so scared to be wrong. I didn't want to look dumb. I didn't want to get embarrassed. I just pretended that I knew things. I would never ask questions and I just pretended I knew the answer without wanting to actually understand how to figure out that answer, how to come up with that answer. That wasn't important to me. What was important to me was not looking dumb, not standing out in the crowd, not raising my hand because I didn't know. I just wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be wrong. And fitting in and not looking dumb was more important to me than humility. And this carried on through my life. And even as I got into my electrical career, I had a foreman who I worked on his sites for probably the first to third third year of my apprenticeship and I I always hung out with him after work and the little the little tight-knit group that they had and we'd go golfing together I'd play on their ball hockey team and I did that kind of to fit in and be well liked again you know they didn't necessarily share the same values I had but I just melded and molded to who they wanted me to be essentially and Something he did at work was, and he was a very smart guy. He was actually really intelligent. But every time an apprentice or someone would come ask him a question, as soon as they would leave to our tightly knit group, he'd say, wow, what an idiot. How how does he not know this? And he would just talk about how, quote unquote, dumb this person was for asking a question. So, of course, I just shrivel up and every time I didn't know something there's no way I would ever ask a question I would just pretend I knew something if he would ask me to go do something I'd quickly search or ask somebody else what that meant but I was terrified to ask the questions I didn't have the humility to say hey I don't know can I learn let me be curious about how how to solve this problem but it was always again once again pretending that I knew the answers to appear a certain way So I spent years pretending I knew things when I didn't. My whole life, essentially from a young kid, that was just instilled into me. Don't stand out, pretend you know, um, and that's more important than actually seeking to understand why something is that way. So because I spent years doing this, that led me to overcompensating, trying to prove myself in the later years such as making sure Jess or my friends or my family knew that I knew something when I thought I knew something. And and that led for me to have difficulty in admitting when I was wrong. I felt like I needed to prove I had the best answers. And I, I, I really, you know, passed, because I lived my whole life this way, that just led to this overcompensation. I need to be right. I have the answers. My way is the best way. And that just molded me into this personality trait where I just was not exemplifying humility at all. It just led to that overcompensation. That's what tends to happen when we deprive ourselves of something. We tend to overcompensate to hide that up or to make up for that. And I felt like I needed to prove that I always had the best answers. 
And truthfully, I'm still working on this balance. I'm still working on not, oh, I have all the answers. My way is the best way, especially in my relationship. In my day-to-day living with Jess, I have to be practice humility, practice being humble of that I don't know. I don't have the best way of doing things and that I, you know, I should be learning. I should be open to new ways of thinking and doing. So as you can imagine, my past experiences and this overcompensation led me to have poor levels of humility leading up to essentially this point in my life. I had a very difficult time learning from others. It didn't help that I had a, that I had many selfish tendencies mixed with being a very stubborn person. I was super stubborn. And I also thought everything in my life was fixed, meaning I thought I am who I am and there's nothing that can change that. I believed my intellectual intelligence, my skill set, my emotional intelligence, my interests, I believe those were all fixed aspects of my life. In essence, I believe that I was hardwired this way. I was born into this and this is just me. This is my wiring. There's nothing that can change this. And I thought, how can I learn from others if I have different beliefs, different values, a different identity than them? Oh yeah, and my way is the best way. <laughs> so carrying this mindset, carrying this belief system there was no way that I, can, that I was able to practice humility in my life. But this all began to drastically change when I was forced into challenging this mindset when I did get into a relationship with Jess. So as I've mentioned in previous episodes and kind of shared my journey, I really had to challenge that. I am not the way I am and that there is a way to formulate a new identity. There is... Uh, a way to think in different ways than I was actually thinking. And I began to open up to the idea that I don't need to be a fixed individual stuck in my ways for my whole life. Once I could believe in that idea, I began to implement humility, to learn and be curious about other ways of thinking and being. And this led me to personal development, practicing a growth mindset, formulating a new identity for myself, all things previously which I didn't think I would ever do or that I would fit under that category or that I could even formulate a new identity. I thought that was all fixed. And of course, I still have moments where I think of myself highly and I also have moments where I see myself below my actual self-perception. We will never reach perfection in being perfectly, you know, practicing humility and being humble, but we can always, always improve. So why is humility important? A humble mindset has drastic effects on our cognitive, interpersonal and decision-making skills. Humility is directly related to our ability and willingness to learn. Humble people are often better learners and problem solvers. If you think you know everything, you'll have no desire to learn. You'll have no desire to solve that problem. If you think you have all the right answers, you'll never grow. You'll remain stagnant. Just like I thought I knew all the answers that I had the best way of doing things. And when I look back on that time in my life, 
I was plateaued. I was stagnant. I wasn't moving. I was just living day after day, year after year, not changing, not growing, not evolving, not moving towards my dreams. It was just living. I was being stagnant. And interestingly enough, now that's one of my biggest fears is being stagnant because I saw the lack of fulfillment by the way I was living. I was not fulfilled. I was just living to live, living to repeat the same things over and over again. And also when you think you know something, like I thought I knew everything, you probably don't know it. There's a huge difference between intellectually knowing or hearing something, comprehending the vocabulary, and actually putting that comprehension into action. So example, listening to a podcast and thinking to yourself, oh, I already know this. Oh, I know that topic. Yeah, you might know and understand the vocabulary and the comprehension of it, but do you practice it? Do you practice it flawlessly? Probably not. Wisdom comes from being, not knowing. So sit on that for a second. And I really had to practice that as I still practice that. I still have to put my ego aside at times when I'm like, oh, I know that. Somebody's saying something. Yeah, but I know that. But but then when I have to reflect on it and actually think about it, it's like, yeah, okay, I intellectually understand that. But am I practicing that? Am I practicing that on a flawless level? Absolutely not. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to become that, not just to know about that. So how do we improve our levels of humility? So first we need to realize um, our own self-worth and truly value ourselves. We, We don't need to prove ourselves. We need to stop trying to prove ourselves. I always felt and still feel the need to prove myself in some circumstances and situations. Um, I'm really working on doing things for the sake of my own self-worth now, my own relationships and my values. I'm really working on pivoting out of trying to prove myself. Um, to, I don't know why that, that, that I think that's embedded within all of us. We're trying to prove ourselves. We're trying to show that we have X, Y, and Z. But once I really started to change that frame of reference and needed to prove myself to myself for my own self-worth, to the relationships, to Jess, and for my values, it all began to change. And once we really realized that no one really cares what we're doing, They might care for a second or a minute, but no one's hawking in and looking at your life more than they're looking at their own lives. And we just need to realize that to truly value ourselves and our own self-worth. Don't overinflate yourself um, or else just, just such as my examples, when I was overinflating myself and when I thought I knew all the answers, I was staying in stagnation. Don't believe the notion that you have the best way of doing things. Always stay open and carry the belief that there is always something to learn. You don't have all the answers and I certainly don't have all the answers. There's always something to learn. Practice a team mentality. We are in this together and can all learn from one another. 
Succeed as a team, not as an individual. Learn from others and share with others. During these past few years, I've learned so much from others by reading books, listening to podcasts, even listening to friends and other people talk. I listen to understand. I listen to hear. I listen with curiosity and in turn, I learn something. And then as a revolving holistic cycle, I also share my knowledge. I share it on the podcast, everything I'm learning, my journey, I'm openly sharing it in hopes that people can learn, that people can have the humility to learn and put their ego aside and say, hey, I can learn something here. I'm not doing this podcast to prove to people that I know something that others don't know. I'm sharing things that I've learned. I haven't come up with this stuff. I've learned this stuff and implemented it in my life. I've seen a drastic difference and change, and it's moved me towards that new identity that I am trying to step into, that new role, that new version of myself, moving my life towards my dreams. And I just simply want to share that, hoping that everyone out there has the humility to digest it, saying, hey, there's something to learn here and there's something I can implement in my life. It's also important to treat people as equals. Put everyone on the same playing field. If people don't share your beliefs, don't look down on them or think you are better than them. There's probably a lot you can learn from the beliefs that they live by. And that doesn't mean you need to live by them. That can just opening your mind to different possibilities, opening your mind to different ways of thinking. Your way doesn't need to be the best way. And I caught myself falling into this trap when I started to improve my life in a holistic manner, especially in the health and fitness category. I would almost put myself on a pedestal looking down and saying, how are, they not, how are people not working out or eating this way? They should be doing this. And I was putting myself on a pedestal and I realized there's literally no benefit to this. How is this serving anyone? How is this serving me? I know why I'm living in a healthy, holistic manner. And that's for me. That's for my self-worth. That's for my beliefs. That's for my values. That's for my life vision. And that's why it's important. Who gives a shit what other people are? I don't need to think of myself more than or less than other people. We just need to look at ourselves based on our own self-worth and don't put ourselves on a pedestal. We need to increase our awareness of the frequency that you might be complaining about other people. Usually we complain because we're triggered by them, because we don't share the same perception on how we view the world. We don't see things the same way as other people and that might trigger us. And that doesn't make them wrong and you right, or vice versa. There's simply a different viewpoint here. Remember, nothing good comes from complaining. So let's increase our awareness on the frequency we complain about other people because that does not serve us. And that will also help us with humility. And probably the biggest one, put our ego down. We don't need to be right Put the ego down, be curious, and learn. So being humble and facing the fact that we don't have all the answers. And guess what? No single person on this planet has all the answers. 
Answers are formed by <laughs> coming up with our own truths and our own answers. You know, there's no right answer for anyone. Nobody has the answer. We only have the answers for ourselves and for our own internal truths. And curiosity, when we're, we're humble and we're, we implement humility, we can be curious. This is when curiosity can enter our life. And curiosity is the secret sauce to a fulfilled life with passion and excitement. At the start of my transformation process, after reading that first book that got it all going, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, I literally thought to myself when I closed that book, I said, oh my God, what else don't I know? It was the biggest aha moment. It opened up that curiosity. What else can I learn? I saw possibilities. I saw the possibility of becoming a new identity, of becoming a new person. And this really just got it all going. And since that day, I have been so much more curious and I began to aggressively pursue more knowledge. Because of this, I have experienced massive changes in my life and I've been on an upward holistic trajectory in my life. And the paradox that I came to realize through this whole process is the more we learn, the less we know. <laughs> it's a can of worms once we open it up, but like the more we learn, we realize, wow, did I have a limited viewpoint of how I saw things and it just humbles us and makes us want to be curious and learn more and more. And as I mentioned, humility is what will unlock that curiosity and curiosity and humility go hand in hand. I used to be a bad learner. I was bad at learning. I wasn't able to focus because I, was, I wasn't curious about what I was learning. I was just going through the motions. I didn't care about math. I didn't care about physics. I didn't care about social studies. I didn't care about any of that. I had no curiosity. Curiosity is like sunshine is to flowers. Without sunshine, that flower would be in the dark, living a droopy, dull, sad, non-energetic life. Just like we would be. If we don't have curiosity in our life, we're going to be dull. We're going to have that low energy. We're going to be sad. Curiosity spices it up. Curiosity gets it moving. Curiosity is what leads to fulfillment, potential, excitement. The benefits of curiosity are no matter what age you are, it will keep you young at heart and mind. It'll stimulate your brain. It'll, it'll activate your, the, the triggers to keep you thinking, moving, new, exciting things. It, it's a key component to self-improvement and acquiring knowledge. It's the cure to boredom. I'm literally never bored. <laughs> I don't have time to be bored because I'm too curious about everything in my life. Whether that's personal development, spirituality, self-help, growth, relationships, exploration, float planes, flying, investments, cryptocurrencies, real estate, coaching, podcasting. I'm just curious about way too many things in life to be bored. 
I rarely watch TV or do anything to fill my time because I'm way too active in filling my time with being curious. There's too many things to chase. There's too much to learn. You know, I look at my life a few years ago and I look at it now and what a drastic difference. And that difference is curiosity. You will become more interested in life. And you will also in turn become more interesting. The more you know, the more you're curious. Other people are going to be curious about that. I'm actively seeing it in my life. It unlocks creativity. I used to believe I wasn't a creative individual. Now I always feel inspired and creative when I'm coaching, podcasting, writing notes. I'm creative in investments, problem solving. I truly believed I didn't have that creativity. I heard all these books and podcasts and people talking about how you need to be creative to be successful. And I said, well, shit, I'm not creative. I have no creativity. I have no creative juices. But once I started to, um, to learn to be curious, to be curious in things, that's what unlocked that creativity. It helps us explore the deeper questions that we have buried within us, such as what is the meaning of my life? Why am I here? What am I going to do with, uh, with my life? Let's be curious about those questions. Seek to understand, seek to pursue the answers of those questions. And that gives that secret sauce, that zest for life. It leads to excitement joy, new experiences, curiosity leads to adventure, exploration, having that childlike curiosity. Think about how much more fun and joyful life was as a child for many of us anyways. You know, we, did, we, we didn't think about all the problems all the time. We were just curious. We were adventuring. Why limit ourselves? Why shut that off in our life now? It will lead us to new experiences and insights. So as you can see, there's so many benefits and I'm extremely passionate and believe in the pursuit of curiosity. But how do, do, how do we develop this curiosity? Well, we practice humility. Everything we talked about at the start of this episode, practicing humility will open and unlock that door to be curious. We should try new things, trial and error, for me, personal development, spirituality, self-help, I previously would have never thought that this is something I would have been even interested in, remotely interested in. I would have thought this is all BS. I was so far on the opposite spectrum of anything I'm doing now, but I wouldn't have known unless I tried it out. If I genuinely gave it a trial and error, if I gave it the space, the time, and the belief that this could help me, that's how we become curious. We have to try it. We're not going to know until we try it. We need to ask questions, develop a learning, a learning and learner's mindset. Always ask questions. Don't be scared to ask questions. Seek to understand. Don't seek to pretend like you have the answers. Pretend like you know so you can fit in. I did that my whole life and I am finished with doing that. And I highly recommend you do the same. We need to strive to develop that growth mindset. Learn. What can I learn? How can I be better? How can I move forward? How can I evolve 
into that new identity, into that growth mindset. We need to dream to develop curiosity. Dream bigger than you are right now. What could be possible in your life? Dreaming is free. Curious will lead to our desire to learn, being curious. Learning gives us the knowledge and knowledge can enable us to take the necessary actions to move in the directions of our dreams. It's a process. Dream, don't stay stuck in the dreaming mentality. Oh, wouldn't life be nice if I had this? Dream, think big, and then believe it's possible. Be curious about that dream, and when you're curious about it, you'll want to learn. And when you learn about it, you'll be prepared and backed with the skill set and knowledge that will enable you to take the necessary action steps to progress you closer to your dreams. It is a process, and if followed, everyone can accomplish their dreams. We need to work at removing limitations in our life. Stop saying I can't and ask how can I? Be holistically healthy in order to have the desire to be curious. If we're not healthy, if we're not on that, if if our mind, our body, and spirit isn't on that level to be able to, to have the necessary energy to be curious, we need to have energy to be curious. So we need to be holistically healthy, mind, body, spirit, to enable us to even be curious. Without that, we're gonna have lower vibrations of energy throughout our days. We're not even gonna want to be curious. So there's a whole dynamic at play here, and we really need to be practicing healthy habits to be able to even access that curiosity and view the world as a classroom versus a candy shop. When we view the world as a candy shop, we're just looking for those quick hits. What's the, what's the most exciting? What's the best thing I can do? And we get those quick hits of dopamine and we're just always constantly searching for the next one instead of viewing life as a classroom. What am I here to learn about? What am I here to be curious about? That is where fulfillment comes in. That curiosity, that zest for life, it's a prolonged dopamine hit. Our whole life can be revolving around this gradual release of dopamine rather than the quick hit of that instant tasty candy in the candy shop. And think about everything you want in life. Now, instead of wishing you magically had those things, read about them, study them, when you learn, you will become more curious and that will lead you to the results you are seeking. Well, that is my rant for the day. As you can see, I'm very passionate about humility and curiosity. I'm still actively working on humility every day. It's something I still struggle with, but I see the benefits of amplifying that in my life and I have clearly seen the benefits of being curious about life. It has just skyrocketed my trajectory. And I hope that each and every one of you can practice humility today and take something from this episode to try to implement it in your life. And you will surrender your average life. <music>